What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 27 of the VIP Gaming Podcast. My name is Vinny Champa, and with me is Money Man Michael. How you doing, dude? Money Man Michael. I love that. <laughs> you enjoy the Money Man Michael nickname? Yeah, call me Triple M. There you go. M and M and M. M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M what is it? I don't even know, dude. Time is just oh, non-existent when you stay at home all the me, time. For me, it's week three. Okay, if, so if that's we what, four or five for to, me? I think, yeah. yeah. If we want to start it from when uh, we stopped going to work, it's yeah. week three for me, and I moved you out of college two weeks before that, so yeah, about yeah. five. Week, week five, so it's been a little bit over a month now. <sighs> Which is wild. It is. It's it is a wild time. We're hanging in there. This is going to be one of those things where, like, 20 years from now, we're going to be like, hey, kids, there was this one time where we How were stuck you... inside for, like, months. How did you survive? Video we games. didn't go anywhere. <laughs> we couldn't go anywhere, and we played games. We obeyed hey. by the rules. Right? It was a T- good time. Kinda. Well, I'm not going to say it was a good time, but no, staying terrible. inside and playing games Sucks. for a bit can be nice. Yeah. I Honestly, I've been going for walks. Honestly, by myself, because I don't want to bring my family. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Spending enough time with them. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, but going for walks is real nice, especially... Um, Are there other people doing that, too? There's a lot more people going for walks yeah. where I go that I honestly didn't realize were going to be there. Because yeah. if I knew there was going to be that many people there... Now, are they social distancing, though? Yeah, or honestly, like... it's kind of hilarious when you go to walk by somebody and they walk around you like you're a zombie. Yeah. And it's kind of hilarious. Because mm-hmm. in my head, I really just want to like <coughs> start coughing as they go to you're walk by. terrible human being. I know. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> terrible human being. I'm, I'm a terrible person. But uh, I think it's it's interesting to see how people react when you're walking and then people like go out of their way to go all the way around yeah. almost onto a different path to go go around you yeah I've i mean legitimately been nowhere since ever like we since you helped me move out of my dorm at mm-hmm. school i legitimately besides like taking the trash out haven't gone anywhere and it, it's really weird i'm like this is very odd like i'm i'm normally a hermit anyway but I feel like a bum. I'm being more like more hermitish. I feel yeah. like I feel like the troll that just sits underneath the bridge and just sits there. Mm. And you're like, all right, cool, cool. Yeah, I went I went for a walk the other day, and I got I was really hungry, so I ended up going to the subway. Nice. I'm and shocked they're like, even open. Yeah, oh, they're open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess actually, yeah. I, I, I mean, they don't have that, a ton like, of people in there. Places are yeah. open now. Like, yeah. I know. Doing, like, I know pickup. places are doing, yeah, they're doing pickups and they're doing like uh, like limited number of people working and limited number mm-hmm. of hours. Like I know yeah. the BK that I used to work at now is closing, I think, at like 9 or 10 now every night. And I'm like, yeah. when I worked there, they would have made me work until fucking 2 in the morning. They wouldn't give given a shit. But. Yeah. Um, so I feel like Subway really didn't change its stuff that much. The only can thing you still that- go in? You can go in there. Yeah, you got to go in there to oh. order. I think you can call an order too, but... Yeah, that's what I was uh, thinking. I was thinking if they would be like, hey, you can use your mobile order. Or yeah, whatever. you can just walk in and order because that's what I did. But the only thing that really changed is you can't eat in there because they have all the chairs tipped up and on the... Uh, that makes sense. On the table. So it's like, 
I feel like nothing really changed. Like, their hours probably didn't really change because there's only, yeah. like, a few people in there at a time anyway. Um, but it was interesting to walk in. I mean, not that not that interesting. I think it's more interesting to walk into, like... A mar- uh, market, like a grocery store. No, because there's a ton of people there, too. But I mean, like, another restaurant, like an actual restaurant, and you walk in there and no tables are like set up they're all dirty or not oh, yeah. dirty they're like all yeah. the floors are super clean because they have nothing what else, else to do. do yeah so people just clean all day and then you have a uh, i've heard it's pretty person. crazy to go to a grocery store luckily my parents are doing that and i'm not or it's kind of nuts it's kind of one nuts. of my family members is so but, i went there yeah. i went to the grocery store a couple times and it was my sister's birthday so i had to grab a cake i picked up one cake and put it in the thing. And then I texted her. I just out of the blue. I was like, hey, do you like Reese's Cups? And she's like... Who doesn't? They're, she's like, they're not my go-to, but I'll eat them. And I was like... I'll grab a different cake. <laughs> but in my head, I was like... I Is can't... it Reese's Cup cake? Yes. Hey, Michael, you know what you're getting me next February? Hmm. A Reese's Cup cake. Because that okay. sounds amazing. Yeah. That sounds fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it was pretty good. I grabbed... um. It would have been too much peanut butter, but I grabbed cookie dough and cookies and cream ice cream as well. Nice. But, um... There's never... So, there's no such thing as too much peanut butter, all right? right? Okay, you're right. But anyway, so I went to go get a different cake, and I was like, I probably shouldn't put this on the one back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know the morals of, like, what I'm supposed to do in this time. Sure. So I was like, I touched it, I guess I'm buying both. Sure, so I just bought sure. both cakes. There you go. <laughs> I was like, fuck Did you eat one of them? Uh, I think there's still a little bit left. Of, yeah, well, there you go. I mean, it was only 11 days ago. Do you have any Easter plans? <laughs> Easter plans? I think they did. I think they colored eggs, but yeah, but there's no real yeah. plans right now. No having ham for on Sunday? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, they're doing all that. Like, my mom's going to make ham and stuff like that, but... Mm-hmm. Um, no real huge plans. Like it's sure. gonna be my one nephew finding all of the eggs. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it's really weird for me too because when we normally have like my grandparents over and shit too, and we're like, yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> like that's no. probably not a good idea to be doing that. So no, it's, unfortunately, it's, it's weird. Unfortunately, it's really odd. Yeah. One last thing before we actually get to what we do normally and talk about video games. WrestleMania was this past weekend. Yes, it was. What did you think of it? Let's talk about it a little bit. I thought it was very interesting. I thought it was the best idea to split it up into two nights so that you yeah. can maximize people's time and keep them entertained through this time. So yeah, I thought it was awesome to split it up into two nights. Honestly, kind of hope they keep splitting it up because yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. Um, best matches by far. The Undertaker match with AJ Styles. That was phenomenal. No pun intended. No <laughs> pun intended. It was phenomenal, dude. Um, like, it was great. Edge and Orton. Also really great. Oh, fantastic. It was the best. I Personally, my favorite match of all yeah. of WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was quick, but the Drew McIntyre fight with Brock yeah. Lesnar was, was all right. It was good, though. The uh, uh, fiend versus Cena was hysterical. It wasn't even a match, but it was no, it, it was super it was so funny. funny. It was it was, it was honestly it was there. I feel like they were supposed to have a match, but during this time they probably rewrote it and were like, you know what? Yeah, 
we're just gonna fuck off. Let's we're just make a really funny comedy skit, and I'm just like, I'm much. down, dude. I'm down. Let's do a uh, Saturday Night Live type skit and just kind of yeah. go around. Except and... for like old Saturday Night Live, because new Saturday Night Live kind of sucks. Yeah, you know. But yeah, you know. so I thought it was pretty good. I thought if it you was... had to grade it, what would you grade it? If I had to grade it, yeah. Not all of the matches were great. Some of the matches were like. Agreed. Agreed. I feel like a lot of those matches were like thrown together for whatever reason. Sure. So. If I had to grade it on like a letter grade? Yeah. Like as if you were going to school. Because I'm thinking, and I don't want to sway you, so don't, don't I, let me I sway would have, you. I would have to say a B minus or mm-hmm. like a C plus B minus. See, I was around that, but then I was thinking, well, during these like really odd times where they didn't really have a chance to build storylines and they still made me gave a shit about it. I get, I was like I I'll, I'll give him a B plus because I feel like most of the matches were pretty good. There were some that weren't, yeah, yeah. but uh, like a lot of like you know like the ones we said, and there were more. There was just a shit ton of matches. As yeah, every like Kevin game. Owens match. I mean, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Yeah, that that at first it wasn't great, but it got there. Yeah, and it became it, pretty good. It took a minute, but but yeah, there were some there were some really good matches I enjoyed. So I was like, given the circumstances of having no crowd at all. <laughs> They did pretty good. I thought B plus is. Yeah. I didn't think it was exceptional, which is why I wouldn't give it an A. But I thought it right. was like, I thought it was very entertaining for a weekend. Also, I think watching it with friends and stuff, which we were doing on uh, the VIP Discord, my Discord, you can come there and watch movies, TV shows, whatever the fuck. We all watched it together. We had a watch Absolutely. party. It was really fun. It was really fun. So definitely mm-hmm. do that. But now, Michael, we talk about the news of video games. <sighs> So where uh, normally I go through it all, mm-hmm. and you know what? We're just gonna go right into it, keeping yes. you on your toes. You ready? Gonna Everything's gonna be a surprise. Things. Everything's gonna be a surprise. You're not gonna know what we're gonna talk about. So get ready for it. Mm. First off, we are going to talk about the new PlayStation Five controller, and it got revealed this past week. So I'm pulling this straight from the PlayStation blog and things that they were talking about. It. So quote. We had a great opportunity with PS5 to innovate by offering game creators the ability to explore how they can heighten that feeling of immersion through our new controller. This is why we adopted haptic feedback, which adds a variety of powerful sensations you'll feel when you play, such as the slow grittiness of driving a car through mud. We also incorporated adaptive triggers into L2 and R2 buttons of DualSense so you can truly feel the tension of your actions, like when drawing a bow to shoot an arrow. So we kind of knew some of that information before, like the haptic mm-hmm. feedback and the the trigger, the adaptive trigger things they're implementing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wrote in here that it still has an internal battery pack. They went on like a paragraph to try to tell you that. And I was like, it's still, it's still got a battery pack. So you guys don't got to worry about getting AA batteries. Uh, they kept on going and said, quote, there's no longer a share button, but that doesn't mean it's going away. We've built upon the success of our industry first share button to bring you a new, quote, create button feature. With create, we're once again pioneering new ways for players to create epic gameplay content to share with the world or just to enjoy for themselves. We'll have more details on this feature closer to launch. DualSense also adds a built-in microphone array, which will enable players to easily chat with friends without a headset, ideal for jumping into quick conversation. But of course, if you are planning to chat for a long period, it's good to have that headset handy. And then lastly, they say, now let's talk about the colors. Traditionally, our uh, our base controllers have a single color, 
As you can see, we went a different direction this time around and sat on a two-tone design. Additionally, we changed the position of the light bar that will give it an extra pop. On DualShock 4, it sat on the top of the controller. Now it sits at each side of the touchpad, giving it a slightly larger look and feel. So, again, obviously you guys can't see this because you're listening to an audio podcast, but I encourage you to go take a look at this uh, new controller that Sony put out. Michael... What are your thoughts on this controller? Um, my thoughts. The my first initial thought was that it looks ugly. It it looks like they took the PlayStation controller and mm-hmm. smashed it together with an Xbox controller. It, it, that's exactly what it looks like, honestly. Yeah. To me, in my eyes, that's exactly what it looks like, and. Their color combination that they went with on the launch, I don't like. It's white yeah. with the black, and it's got the blue lighting. It's a majority of white, like, and then on like the handles of the controller, there's like kind of I don't know how to describe. There's a little it. bit like of black cylindrical the, black going towards the middle of the controller. Yeah, and then you have the blue lighting, like it says on the sides of the touchpad. It's I don't really care for it, you know. Um, I don't think it looks good. Um, I'm sure. I'm trying to. You know, I just I'm grabbing my Xbox controller and I'm trying to look at it. Right. It feels like they all they did, all they did was take the analog stick and move it down to where the D-pad is, and then move the D-pad where you know. Yeah. Take a PlayStation controller and put it on an Xbox, pretty much, is what they did. So here's the thing. I agree with you 100% about the color scheme. I'm personally not a fan of it. I don't like the black and white combo. With like, Honestly, I feel like I wouldn't mind it if it wasn't so like oddly designed, if that makes sense. like, I feel like if it was just like... I don't know. Even if it was, like, striped black and white, like a zebra. Like, I feel like even that would look better. I I personally still think I'd enjoy a solid color more. And you've seen all on Twitter and Facebook people up their own mock-ups of it mm-hmm. and being like, this is what it would look like. And I've seen the black one of it. I'm like, that looks sick. I like the look I've of seen, that. So I've seen the gray one with yeah. the OG PlayStation yeah. 1 color button. color button. And I thought that looked great. Yeah. I was like, wow, that looks amazing. So, like, yeah, at, at the end of the day, like, do I like the initial colors of the launch one? No, not really. No. But there's also, like, there's a couple potential. months down the line, there's going to be a bunch of controllers they're going to be selling with different colors and shit, and whether they're always too... I hope they don't always make them two-toned. I don't see them doing that. But overall, like you said, uh, with smashing an Xbox controller and a PlayStation controller together, I agree with you. But I also think that's just better <laughs> to me. Like, I I don't like the DualShock 4 controller, really. I feel like it's kind of too small and, like, almost too wide, if that makes sense. And it's kind of uncomfortable for my for my hands to deal with. Like, if I, I couldn't even imagine playing a first-person shooter with what were the, the DualShock controller. Yeah, what were the dimensions on this new controller? Is it the same width as the... DualShock 4 because I don't think if that's the dimensions. case then it's the same length it's just I think the handles on the controller just seem like they're closer together if you know what I mean 
in like yeah. the base of the controller. Like it's as if they kind of just made it a little bit more curved upwards and they pushed the sides in, if that makes sense. Because yeah. like 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 you said, it's like an Xbox controller. So they extended the middle of the controller is bigger, which is it's very clear you can see that in the picture. That the middle of the controller itself is actually bigger. And uh, I actually do like where the light bar is. I think it's cooler than having it come out the front of your fucking controller and you see the reflection of it at nighttime when you're playing. Right. And right. I think it, I think it looks cool. Just I don't like the color scheme. That's the only thing about this controller that I think I don't like. Other than that, like when I first saw this, I was, I was like, "That's an ugly fucking controller." Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I look more into it and I'm like, well, at the end of the day, do I really give a shit about the colors? Because I'll probably just be able to buy a new one for 60 bucks or 70 bucks. That's going to look cooler and yeah. hopefully better. Like, honestly, just give me a base black version of that and I'm totally in. Like, that's that's really all I want at the end of the day. And I do enjoy that, like I said, it's very, it, it's becoming more similar to the xbox controller which is i feel like the xbox controller is nearly perfect which i think microsoft kind of agrees with as they're not really changing much with the new controller either they're like hey we're adding a share button and that's essentially it (laughs) and they're like that's essentially all we're doing they they put textures on the triggers i think and textures on the triggers i think there's also right yeah i think there's hand grips too so, like, yeah, they've done very minimal improvements, very good ones, because those are on the Elite Series 2 controller, and I love them. Yeah. Uh, but they're doing minimal upgrades to theirs because they think that they probably have gotten as good as they can really get, minus a few minor upgrades, and I kind of agree. Yeah. I Like, the only thing that would make this controller better for me, which I don't think PlayStation will ever do, is do the staggered sticks, because I like those better. Where you have the stick one in the top left They'll and never do one that. in the bottom right. No, they won't. The but fact that they pretty much switched to an Xbox controller and they kept the straight sticks. Yeah. Uh, if they put a staggered stick on there, it's exactly... <laughs> you're just sticking an Xbox controller. Pretty damn close. Pretty yeah. damn close. But yeah, I think... Uh, I enjoy it more, to be honest. Like, I don't like the color. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that's not going to really matter a year from now. Because then I'll just be able to get a new one that's cooler looking. Yeah, you probably customize them in a year anyway. I'm With- hoping, because that's the thing that Xbox has nailed, where they have that, uh, fuck, I forgot what it's called. It's like the Xbox Creator Designs or some shit. Oh, yeah, shit. Xbox Designs. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can go on their website and make it whatever the fuck you want. You can yeah. like, do any, like, you can change the trigger colors, you can change the faceplate, the buttons, the... So- you can do anything. So but PlayStation when, hasn't done that yet. Right. So when I was looking for my, you know, when I, I went on to Microsoft because I wanted to buy the Elite controller, yeah. um, I actually went and designed one. And I was like, should I just design one and buy that? Yeah. And I was like, no. I wish I could design an Elite controller. I That's what, what my thought was, is like, if I can customize an Elite controller, oh. You can also oh, etch I'll your... Spend the, Etch a name in there too, like you can get a laser sketch. So like, oh, you, on the, if you want um, to put your gamer design in there yeah. or something, yeah, like I would totally do that. I, I've oh, definitely yeah. considered it, but I've definitely considered it. I would much rather be able to design the elite controller. I would actually, I would absolutely spend like two fifty on a an elite controller that I designed because I think yeah. it'd be sick. But I think maybe we'll probably end up get that soon. We'll probably get that pretty soon. Possibly, I possibly. Can so. 
other than color scheme, which we both agree we don't like, yeah, what yeah. what do you think of the rest of the controller? I mean, the rest of the controller, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's a right controller. I don't think that, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see, like. Do you prefer the DualShock 4 or the Xbox One controller? Right Xbox now? One. Yeah. Xbox One. Um, I like the... I like the weight of it better. I like a heavier controller in my hands. Agreed. Um, I think that having that analog stick where it is is way more natural than having them rest in the middle. Yeah. So I think just having... Because, you know, your hand's going to sit the same way, right? Identically on the buttons and then one on the analog stick. Because that right one's just for the camera movement. Right. So I think that that just feels more natural than running around with both hands down, you know, both thumbs down in the middle. Yeah. That doesn't feel as comfortable to me as having them, you know, together up top. Um, so I prefer the Xbox controller a bit more. Um, I think it feels great. Like I said, the weight's nice. I like having a heavier controller. I'm sure this new uh, PlayStation 5 controller is going to be a bit heavier, too. Yeah, but um, like the like I can't wait for the Elite controller because it's a little heavier than the traditional Xbox yeah. One controller. So I love. It even took me that. a bit to get used to too because yeah. I, I it is it is not significantly heavier, but it's heavier enough that you it's, notice it. Yeah, I think it's because of uh, the material they use. Um, yeah, it's different plastic and it's got metal on it. it definitely feels more durable. It has that built-in battery pack in it. So. Yeah. I'm sure that adds some weight too, but I love having, like I said, I love having that extra weight in the controller. The PlayStation controller is real light, which I get because people like having a light controller. It maybe more comfortable for them. I like having a heavier one. Um, and the analog stick positioning is way, I, I enjoy that way better than having the straight sticks. And I think the, I like the triggers as well. Triggers feel more natural. So this new DualSense controller, they got away from the DualShock. It's now the DualSense. Uh, mm. Has an internal different. battery pack. Yeah, because of the they've got the haptic feedback, which is neat. I like that. Yeah, and they've got neat. the the adaptive triggers, which is also cool. The issue is, like I said, this I'm pretty sure I said this like a when we first when they first kind of announced this in just a normal blog post without showing us anything. Uh, they were like, hey, here's what it's going to be able to do. And I hope, I just hope that developers will take advantage of it. Because if they right. don't, then it's not going to matter. Uh, like, you can have all this neat stuff in there, but if they don't take advantage of it, then what's it matter? Like, on the Switch, they have not the haptic feedback, but similar to the, um, actually, I think it is the haptic feedback, where you can, the only game that I know that really uses it is 1 2 Switch, which no one really plays, which is that game where you, like, I only know the one mini game where you have the marbles and you have to count them by tilting the Joy-Con back and forth. Which is cool. In there. It's cool. I like it a lot, but yeah. no games really take advantage of it. No. Like, we've definitely talked about this before, but controllers have these um, really cool, um, you know, abilities with them, right? But nobody takes advantage of them, so nobody knows that they exist. Yeah. The, the thing is, that I do think... Uh, compared to Xbox, when they had they have those trigger features, not that exact one, I don't think, but they have 
like a rumble pack in your triggers, like right now on your Xbox, but no games really take advantage of them. I do feel like Sony will try to push their first parties to use them, like Last of Us, like Ghost of Tsushima, like, you know, Uncharted, all those games, God of War, Spider-Man. I think they will actually take advantage of them. So I think it'll be more beneficial for them to have it than, say, Xbox does, because I feel like Xbox is kind of like, hey, we have it, so you can use it if you want, but if you don't, no big deal. Right. They've got an internal battery pack, too, which I know people are sad that the new Xbox controller doesn't have. Uh, I mean, oh well. Uh, the thing is, like, I I don't personally understand the, the like, sure, AA batteries can be annoying because they die, but you can buy a battery pack and then just put it in your Xbox controller and then just charge it. Like, right. you, sure, you're going to spend an extra 20 bucks. Well... They Which probably sucks, didn't but... change. They probably didn't change the layout of the back, so you can probably just reuse the one that's. Well, for that's the what Xbox I mean. One. Yeah. So you, like, you don't there's have to... no, there's no need to really fuck around and be upset about that. Personally. Right. Just spend the twenty dollars and you'll be fine. Does it suck? You have to spend an extra twenty bucks. Yeah, sure. I sure. Sure. But you're already spending probably five hundred dollars on these consoles and sixty dollars per game. Another so... twenty dollars probably won't break the bank. Right, if you have that kind of money to be spending like that. Exactly. And then lastly about the controller, what do you think about the built-in microphone? Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It's kind of... I don't know. So if it's got a built-in microphone, then they should interpret it with games where you say... Say you're playing... um, Ghost Recon... Uh, Wildlands, right? So you're playing Wildlands and you need your people to regroup with you and you can be like, hey, um, you, you just know, talk to people without needing the headset. Yeah, regroup, you know? You'd be like, hey, regroup. You know, if you're playing by yourself, be like, regroup or flank out or whatever. And they do that. I think that would be really cool if people took that ability and actually did something with it. Sure. I think it's a neat idea, although I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of afraid of playing, like, games that have mics on by default, and you just hear, like, we already experienced that where we play games, like, on COD and shit, where you just hear people, like, background noise, or you hear the game from their mic, and you're like, alright, this is annoying. Right, exactly. But, so so that'll be weird, but uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. I think it's a cool idea, though. I think it's yeah. a cool idea, so we'll yeah. see We'll see how it goes. Um, next up, we're going to move to Microsoft, moving all events to digital. So Microsoft has shifted all of its event planning to digital through July 2021. The Verge reports an email to Microsoft MVPs explains the decision, quote, In light of the challenge presented by COVID-19, Microsoft has been closely monitoring the developing global situation and reassessing the overall company-wide in-person event strategy. As a company, Microsoft has made the decision to transition all external and internal events to a digital-first experience through July 2021. The report states that this shift includes includes Microsoft Ignite in September, Computex 2020, and CES 2021. It's unclear if this would affect Microsoft's participation in E3 2021. So, this is kind of big news. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's weird because obviously we know this whole COVID-19 issue is a it's a big deal and everyone has essentially canceled everything for the foreseeable future. 
Right. Uh, but this is like over a year away. And I don't think that Microsoft is expecting it to last a year, but I think they're almost future proofing themselves to be like, hey, we're going to. We're going to be prepared for the very worst if it does happen to go this long. And maybe even if it doesn't go this long, maybe they're going to say, hey, we maybe they'll learn from all of this during this shitty time of doing digital events. They'll be like, all right, cool. Why don't we just do our own shit? Why, why do we need to go do a do an E3 in person? Maybe they're going to do the Sony route and be like, we don't need to. We don't need that. We can do it on ourselves. I think if Xbox does that, E3 won't ever be a thing again. Sure. I mean, definitely if Microsoft and Sony doesn't. Right. Because those are, like, the two heavy hitters of Microsoft this year was going to be carrying E3. Right. That's where E3 gives all their money from, really. Yeah. It's really interesting. I don't know how it's going to go because, obviously, we know E3, they're going to do something for, quote, E3 this year. Not It's not actually E3. But during E3 time period, uh, they said they're still going to do something digitally. It is really interesting to me to see they're moving completely digital until next year. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I'm I don't know. interested to see. We'll see um, this September. I think it's going to be really cool to see, too, seeing how all these companies go about doing this digital-only yeah. kind of thing because before they're just so used to doing conferences this could either be a really good thing for E3 like the actual E3 or a really bad thing because right. if someone like Microsoft and well Sony and Nintendo are already prepared Microsoft to my knowledge other than you know um fuck what are those called they they do their own digital things <clears throat> but uh they've never done something to like such a big proportion as Others have done, but like smaller people like Bethesda, who's not doing anything this year since E3 got canceled or other smaller companies. I wonder if people fail doing this digital format, then that would be a good thing for E3 because then E3 would be like, hey, come back. We, you, we can help you out. But if someone like Microsoft and other people succeed doing this digital thing, some people might be like, well, why why should we come back? If we can do it by ourselves and, you know, own our own day of news, why why would we come back and, you know, right. put ourselves through that? Right. I don't so, know. It's going to be very interesting. E3 it's be hopes very interesting. that they, it doesn't go well. That's what E3's hope yeah. is, honestly. They're praying right now. They're like, all right, everyone, please fuck up. We don't – We, <laughs> I know we can't do anything this year, but come on. We're going to be back next year, which that's a spoiler for a new story coming up soon enough. But before we get there, we got more clarification on The Last of Us Part 2 delay. <clears throat> Neil Druckmann discussed his frustration with the delay of The Last of Us Part 2 and having no control over it. He said, quote, It's a bit rough. You're working on something for so long, some of us for years, and there's a built-in anticipation when you're doing this kind of thing. He went on for a bit. I cut a little bit of it because the real like explanation or clarification part of it is on the question of why not to release The Last of Us Part 2 digitally on the planned date. That was a big thing going around when they delayed the game. Everyone's like, well, why not just release digitally? Why would we do that? Why Why shouldn't you guys be doing that? So, Druckmann, 
uh, decided to explain a bit. So he said, quote, well, there hasn't been an official decision yet, a final decision yet. Right now, we're just reacting. You know, it's a different retail chain. Whether we could get physical copies to people, what is the internet infrastructure there to support it all? This is a worldwide game that people in every country are waiting for, and we want to make it fair. If we get it to just a small fraction of people, what about all the people that don't get it? Right now, we're looking at all sorts of different options. What's the best way to get it to all of our fans as soon as possible? But that... Uh, but that's going to take time for us to shift and figure things out and also see where the world's at. You know, things are changing from day to day. So, Michael, what do you think of his explanation for why he's not doing it? I mean, it's a, that's a, a very, you know, business thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> kind of went around it. But um, I think that it's, I mean, a good idea. Like, he didn't say... It was a final decision yet. Yeah. But I get that he's, like, he's worried that if they did do it digitally and only a few, you know, got it digitally, um, you know, think of the people who would are probably trying to get the hard copy who might get the game ruined from maybe a friend or something that, you know, bought it digitally, you know? We're so, the spoilers online. Like, people are exactly, dicks, exactly. in case you haven't noticed. People can be assholes and just oh, yeah. post spoilers of it online. I mean, that's why when Final Fantasy VII sh- shipped out their games early because of this, they were like, hey, please don't. Please don't spoil it. Like, don't right, be an exactly. asshole. We're, we're giving you the game early to try to make it as fair as possible for everybody. So just don't be a dick. Right, exactly. So I think that... It's a it's a smarter idea to not do it digitally. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the fans will be mad, but you know what? They're still gonna buy the fucking game. So yeah, that would be my mindset for this. Like, you it's guys essentially, are still buy the game, but yeah. I don't care if you guys are really that mad. Like, this is so that people have a fair advantage of playing the game uh, all together and not getting the game ruined for them and everything else. You know, so. If it comes out all together and you can't buy the game and the game gets ruined for you, that's on you, you know, because everybody got it at the same time, you know? Yeah. So I I, I agree with his uh, mind process, uh, especially the way the world is. Like he said, everything's changing from day to day, which is mm-hmm. exactly right. So I agree 100% with this guy. Absolutely what I would be doing. I tend to agree, too. I, uh... And that's coming from someone that buys everything strictly digital, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't remember the, la- the last time I bought a game digitally. Like, I don't. I think it was probably Kingdom Hearts, that combo, and I yeah. only bought that because it was di- cheap. You mean not digitally? You mean digital? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the last time I bought a disc, and that was like a year or two before Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. And Kingdom Hearts 3, I think, came out last year. So that was like, what, three years ago? And you got it digitally, right? Well, no, I got that Kingdom Heart. I got Kingdom Hearts three digitally. I didn't get yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. one point five, two point five. Yeah. I got those on disc, and before that, I think the last game I got physically was probably like Rock Band four, which came out like a year after Xbox One came out. So that'd be like twenty fourteen. So yeah. Yeah. I uh, I mean, it's essentially what we said last week, right? 
Because we we essentially tackled this and we were like, so why wouldn't they do it? Well, one, because of money. That's the real reason. Obviously, they're not going to come out and say that because why why would you come out and be like, yeah, you know, we're delaying it because we want money. Like, sure. We, we all understand. You don't need to I tell mean, us that. They basically did, you know. Like, I mean, yeah. We want everybody to have it right away, yeah. you know. It, duh, you want money. We get right. it. It's a business thing. We get it. You yeah. Know? That's why, like, if you look at it as, like, a, at a business standpoint, you're like, yeah, they're just trying to get some money, which yeah. I get, you know. Everybody wants money, you know. And, and for a game that's this big that people are huge dying to get that's been delayed a few times, um, you know, uh, it's not helping them that it's being delayed so much, but it's not keeping anybody from buying it, you know. Yeah. So, you know, the person who, the people who played Last of Us One, and absolutely want the second one. Yeah. They can delay it a whole another year. I one hundred percent agree with you. People, people are still going to buy it. <laughs> like yeah, it like matter. that. This game being delayed from what was it supposed to be? I think May twenty second to whenever we don't even know right now like that doesn't matter to me because i still want last of us part two sure it sucks but i'm still wanting the game and when it comes out i'm still gonna buy it i mean i already pre-ordered it but guess what segue sony is issuing refunds for delayed games sony Mm -hmm. will issue automatic refunds for pre-ordered digital copies of the last of us part two and iron man vr following the indefinite delays so that's cool i guess I guess. The thing is, like, sure, I, I guess it is, but like I just said, I'm going to buy the game anyway, so why would I want you to refund me the money for me to then pre-order it digitally again, you know? I don't know. I feel like it, it would make more sense for them to be like, send an email out and be like, do you want a refund for this? And be like, sure, right. if you do. Like, I, I've been looking, and people have been saying they've been getting their refunds. I haven't gotten my refund yet. Not that I care, because well, I... Like- I still want it, but right. Does this mean like, if you're giving me my refund, do I get this game for free? Like, what is he no, doing? That's not, that, that's not what I that know means. That's not exactly. That's not what that no, means, I Michael. I know. I know. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> but like, why would you do that? You know. I mean, it makes sense because maybe it's maybe indefinitely in time, delayed. Maybe in the because it's a tough time and that's a lot of money. You know, sixty dollars. That's. Yeah. money you can be spending on essential things so i get it i get why they're doing it but like you said they should ha- send an email to everybody who pre-ordered the game and be like hey do you want a refund yeah for the tough time do you want your extra money back so that you can spend it on essential things and then pre-order the game once you know the date comes up again yeah which that would make a whole lot more sense rather than just giving people their money back because that yeah. doesn't seem right. Yeah, I've still yet to get mine, but I will keep an eye out, and I'll let you guys know when I get it. Next news story, we got E3's digital event has been canceled. Shocker. 
E3 2020 will not get a digital-only replacement show, according to the show's organizers. Despite saying it would explore options for a digital showcase after canceling the traditional show, the ESA has now confirmed it will be skipping E3 2020 entirely. Their statement is, quote, Given the disruption brought on by COVID-19, we will not be presenting an online E3 2020, even in June. Instead, we will be working with exhibitors to promote and showcase individual company announcements, including on WWE e3expo.com in the coming months so that sucks i guess i can't say i'm surprised (laughs) to be honest like i remember when they first said e3 physical location is canceled i was like damn that sucks and then they were like yeah but we're gonna try to throw together this last minute digital event and i was like yeah okay i mean sure that that would be cool if you did but i don't i don't see it happening so yeah it's unfortunate that that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. But guess what? The, in in the same in the same story, they said E3 2021 is going to be formally announced. So they said, "quote We look forward to bringing our industry and community together in 2021 to present a reimagined E3 that will highlight new offerings and thrill our audiences." E3 2021 will take place from June 15th to June 17th of 2021. If I'm E3, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm setting this up. Mm-hmm. I am setting up a physical location, or I'm planning out a physical location, right? And I'm setting up a digital location, just in case. Like, yeah. I'm setting up something digital as well as having a physical location, you know? Agreed. Because you never know. But if I'm also, you know, also, I am planning to do it big right i'm trying to i mean they have to rush because they're missing a whole year which hasn't Mm -hmm. happened since they opened right to my knowledge now right so to come back oh i'm coming back hard you have to because if you don't like what's the point of going to e3 Right. I'm you have back to huge just because I want to entertain people, right? Just to be like, hey, thank you for um, sticking with us. This is what I've thrown together for you, right? And yeah. Be some crazy spectacle. We had a re- you know? we had a year off to think of things. Here's our results of yeah. having a year off. That's you know they need right. to they need to deliver on something really big because if they don't, it's just like E3, like oh. Yeah, cool. there's no reason. Well, sure, I'll just go watch Microsoft's stream. I'll just go watch Sony State right. of Play. I'll just watch Switch's Nintendo Direct. Why would I? Why would I need to? I mean, this is more of a business thing more than a consumer thing because we're gonna reap right. the benefits anyway. We're still gonna see Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo do whatever the fuck they normally do, as long as the rest of the developers that do E3 stuff. The only people that this would hurt, I think, is the smaller developers if e3 yeah. goes indefinitely away yeah like i mean even bethesda they're not small by any means but they're not doing anything because they don't feel comfortable doing a digital show with you know the resources they have so there's exactly. they're saying nope we're not doing anything this year we're doing the same thing as the uh, actual e3 is doing and we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything so like it would hurt someone like that because they would have to learn how to do that thing or like, I think you said this in a couple episodes ago where you were like, Bethesda teams up with Microsoft and Microsoft helps them out and puts them in their show and is like, all right, cool. We'll help you do like a fucking 
Skyrim Six or whatever the hell the new Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, like that. That would be my, you know, because of these little developers, they make good games. But if you help the little developers, you know, you know, help them out. Do a thing. Do up a contract or something, right? Hey, you can come into the Microsoft Studios. Do your um your stream, right? And then we'll collab make a game together yeah you know Um, or even just like and again i don't like this because it's very anti-consumer but it's always gonna happen just be like all right cool like final fantasy 7 has a year exclusivity on playstation just be like all right cool that's what that's what we get if we help you out doing this like obviously that would suck if you're a playstation fan or vice versa uh, like, I mean, I know a lot of people that are interested in Final Fantasy VII right now, but don't have a PlayStation. And right. they're like, well, I guess I'm going to wait a year to get it on PC and Xbox. So, like, it sucks, but it's something that's always going to happen. So Right. So, I, I just think that it would be uh, beneficial to <clears throat> Sony and Xbox to help out the little man so that they can benefit from them making some games and... You know. So so let's make a little a little bet here. I guess not a bet, a prediction. Okay. Does E three twenty twenty one actually happen? I would say it's tough to say. Um, what is your guts get, telling if, you? If if I had to make an assumption right now, mm-hmm. I would have to say that the physical. E3 doesn't happen, but the digital one does if they plan it properly. Um, just based off how everything's still going right now, like nothing's really slowed down. So I would have to say that the 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 physical E3 doesn't happen, but if they plan it right, the digital one does. Sure, I'm going to say. E3 2021 will happen physically. Okay. However, I think that, and I'm not going to say this for sure because I'm a pussy and I don't want to commit to anything, but I will say that I'm not sure 2022 E3 will happen. I think it could be gone by then. I think they, if they don't deliver next year, then I think they could be done. Yeah. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. But guess what? E3 isn't doing anything for 2020. But guess who's taken over? IGN is taking over E3 2020. They had an entire article talking about what they're going to be doing. And they said, IGN is proud to announce our new Summer of Gaming event, a global digital event set to begin this June to bring you the latest news and impressions around upcoming games and the next generation of console hardware. IGN will be collaborating with a number of partners for the Summer of Gaming, including... 2K, Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Amazon, Google Stadia, Twitter, Devolver Digital, THQ Nordic, and more. The event will include live broadcasts and on-demand programming featuring IGN's editorial coverage of the work of games... Uh, sorry, of the work of game developers from around the world. With E3 2020 cancelled, IGN has a suite of programming planned to to kick off in early June. It includes publisher presentations with IGN pre- and post-discussions, remote developer interviews, hands-on demos and preview impressions, gameplay, and news segments recapping the biggest announcements. This is pretty damn cool. I like this a lot. Uh, IGN going out there and saying, all right, if you guys aren't going to do it, we will. 
and obviously we don't see the names of Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo there, but that's because they're all going to do their own thing. And right. we already know that. But having big people like 2K and Square Enix and Sega and... I mean, I know Google Stadia is not great right now, but Google Stadia is still a big name, and Amazon's doing their thing. Like they've got big, THQ big name Nordics people here. making their moves. Yeah, they've got big names here, so they're obviously doing something pretty, pretty good. I think they're going to be filling that void for the not not the head honchos of the of E three, but they're filling yeah. the void for those that's like a, we were just talking about the smaller developers. Right, that's a power move. Like, yeah, we don't need them. We can still yeah. do it big, you know? I like that. I like that. And IGN's going to get a shit ton of traffic on their website oh, for doing crazy, this. Oh, crazy, crazy, yeah. Because they, besides Microsoft, I don't think we know... We don't know for sure if Sony's doing anything. We kind of assume they will because it's a fucking they console have year. To. It's a console year, and they're going to have to come out and talk about that eventually. Right. And they're... then I assume Nintendo will do something too. We don't know that for sure either, but... There's a very good chance of that happening. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is going to be really fun because I, and honestly, seeing things like they're going to be having remote interviews with developers, I feel like this is going to be kind of cool because it's going to be like more intimate than a just a stage presentation, you know? Like it's cool and I love watching those. Like I love watching Bethesda on stage talk about their games or, you know, you hear certain developers talk on their stage for about two minutes, but then after that you don't really hear anything. This IGN saying, hey, we're going to like talk about a game. We're, we're going to say, hey, there's a new game that's being built. Then we're going to fucking personally talk with the developers and stream that. We'll have hands-on demos that we're going to stream to you guys. Like... That'd be really neat because I know, for example, like last year, uh, E3, they had a cyberpunk, um, not a presentation, but they had like, you could play it there and we didn't get that footage for like six to eight months until after E3. Whereas now this is going to be kind of the standard and they're going to be like, all right, so that's what we're going to do. If we're going to have to do it digitally, no one can go to a certain place and play it. But we can at least show everybody at the same time what we're doing. Exactly. I like that. It's really cool. I'm excited for it. IGN, good on you. Taking over E3 2020. Speaking of cyberpunk, I'm just full of all these transitions. You know what I mean? Just full of them. Chock full of them. Cyberpunk is not being delayed. So some kind of good coronavirus news, I guess. Cyberpunk 2077 is still scheduled to be released on September 17th. As CD Projekt Red President Adam Kaczynski affirmed in the studio's latest shareholder report. He said, quote, since mid-March, we have been working from home while ensuring continuity of all of our operations. Our goals haven't changed. First and foremost, we intend to release Cyberpunk 2077 in September. We feel motivated and have the necessary tools at our disposal to meet this goal. We also believe that our long-standing strategy of avoiding debt and accumulating cash reserves makes us well-preserved to meet any hardships which may be in store during these troubled times. So that's cool news, right, Michael? That's pretty cool. I like that. Are you gonna get cyberpunk? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Are you I, into that look of that game? I mean, it looked really good. I haven't, I haven't really seen anything. I like, I haven't really researched it since, you know, it was shown at the last E three. So. Mm hmm. So I have to look more into it because I don't even think I've seen the gameplay. Oh, it looks sick, dude. I'm sure it does. So, um, like, I've seen the trailer, like one time, but. Mm -hmm. 
I know Keanu Reeves in it. That's about it. That's about yeah. all I know about the game. So I'll have to look into it, make sure that I actually do want it. Right. But um, I'm excited for this game. Yeah, I'm happy it's not getting delayed. I mean, there's some light at the end of the tunnel for, for at the end of the tunnel for gaming, at least in this way, because we yeah. Last of Us Part Two got delayed, Iron Man VR got delayed. I know Minecraft Dungeons got delayed, which people were excited for too. So like. Bunch of games getting delayed, and that's just gonna keep going. I think you know, until until this slows down. Speaking of games that are being delayed, I know this one didn't really have a release date, but like, I can't imagine what this is gonna do to SpongeBob. Yeah, honestly, because it was only a pre-alpha, which means they still had a lot to do. Yeah. So. It's sad, it's, isn't it? This is really fucking it up, and I'm real sad about it, yeah. <laughs> it's real sad, dude. Cause I love how everyone else this year is like, God damn, Cyberpunk, Last of Us, dude. Fi- fuck all these really big games. And Michael's like, Spongebob, man. God damn it. <laughs> Honestly, though, so, like, to think, like, it's a pre-alpha, which means they probably have the whole game to touch up and, like, put it together mm-hmm. and add whatever they want to add. Um if they're not working right now, it's like... I mean, they're working. They're probably not working as effectively. Right. But to think, like, we probably won't... Probably weren't getting this game for another year. Nah, I don't think that. I think we would have got it this year. I don't know. I think now we might get it next year. Oh, for sure. I think it's possible now we get it next year. For sure, because they didn't even put out a release date. At least on, like, Walmart and stuff, it says September of, like, September 20th or something like that. But, like... We probably won't get it this year. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Cyberpunk's not being delayed, but guess what? Cyberpunk DLC announcements are going to happen at some point. Cyberpunk 2077 will receive DLC post-launch, including a multiplayer mode. In terms of DLC expansion size, Kaczynski said to, quote, expect no less than Witcher 3 size. So if you don't know what that means... The Witcher 3's DLC, the Blood and Wine and Hearts of Stone DLC for Witcher 3 combined, give you around 40 hours of extra content, so you're going to get some pretty meaty DLC here. I guess Uh, so. As for when players can expect an announcement for the DLC, Kaczynski said, quote, expect a similar scenario to what we had for The Witcher 3 as well, which CD Projekt Red famously announced both Witcher 3 expansions a week before the game's launch. So there's a good chance that we're going to learn about what these DLC plans for Cyberpunk are prior to the game even being out. They're what do you think in, about that? So I think that's kind of weird. I'm not going to lie to you. They're putting in some crazy work, then, if they're oh, they pump, always do. pumping out a whole game on time, plus extra, plus like a whole another game worth of DLC. Yeah. So, um, I think they're pumping out some crazy shit, so I think this game, sh- game should be good, then. Yeah, I think it is a little weird, though, with the DLC. Like, you announce DLC before the game's out, you know? Like, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I just think it's extremely odd. Like, I it didn't know Witcher weird, 3 did that. So so that's the game, then, right? Like, the DLC is just the game? I don't know, man. So you're, like, buying, you're buying the disc, I, and then yeah. the, you download the game, and then the deal, because the DLC is out, that's the game you're downloading? You well, download. I don't know if uh, that's the thing. I don't think it's going to be out by then. They're just saying they're going to announce it before uh, it comes out and then they'll be like hey in like you know six months or something it'll be there i just feel in, like wait a month after the game's out and yeah, then be like then yeah. there's gonna be dlc yeah yeah like 
wait for the game's success before you start plotting some DLC. But anyway, I yeah. I think it's interesting. Obviously, a power move by this company, obviously, because of the times we're going through. So if we're still going through this stuff around September... God, I hope not. I really hope not, too, because that's a whole, like, oh, God. I don't, I don't see that happening personally. I don't but... see it either. I really hope not. I hope this is over before Fourth of July, honestly, because yeah, I like to do stuff on Fourth of July. So, anyway, like it, if we could just like pause it for a day, and like Fourth of July, everybody goes and gets fucked up. <laughs> pause it for a day, <laughs> then I'll be happy. If, but like, if you know, we could just all stop getting sick. You know, that yeah, would be great. Yeah, all together, like. Yeah. Put that shit back in Pandora's box, like. God damn it! You know, just pause it for a day. He says, <laughs> "Let's just go. Why don't we all just go out and have Fourth of July?" No, I, Michael, that's a bad idea. Everyone's <laughs> gonna get sick. Horrible idea. Ah, we'll be fine. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. I think I'll I stay mentioned- inside and watch fireworks on my TV. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I think I mentioned this um last week, but my favorite meme going around by far, of this COVID-19 is um, whatever you whatever you guys took from Area 51, put it the fuck back right now. <laughs> and it's... I love that one so much. It's, it's my favorite meme, honestly. You can put it with any picture you want, and it's the best. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's hilarious. But uh, for Cyberpunk... I agree that it's kind of weird to announce a DLC a week before it's released, but um, I think it's a power move by this company to release it on time. Um, Like I said, if we do happen to be going that long with this, Mm -hmm. then it'd be great because it's a new game for people to play, and um, that's a lot of hours people could put into the game because they're home all the time, so... I right. think uh, I think honestly, once we go back, I don't think we'll end up going back with a full schedule. Like uh, it's definitely going to be think... a slow rollout because oh. you can't. That that's the thing. Like people are going to be like, "Hey, once it's done, we can all just go out and do whatever the fuck." Like, sure you could, but that's not going to so help risky. anything. Like I guarantee you, there's not going to be a mass amount of people going to movie theaters. Like I, I'm not gonna, the first thing I'm gonna do when I get out of my house. I'm not gonna be like, gotta go to a movie. I'm gonna be like, no, I'm still gonna be a little sketched out from doing that. So yeah, exactly, because so that's I, a big public place to go to, and that's oh, kind of yeah. spooky. So and you're a lot closer to people than six right. Feet, so I think I think um it'll definitely be a slow rollout. Like limited hours, still, just you know, I think it's gonna be yeah. real slow. Yeah, it, as speaking. It of COVID-19 affecting us personally, Michael and I personally, GameStop has fully closed their stores in Massachusetts. Mm. GameStop has fully closed all of its stores in Massachusetts, including any curbside service. According to the Boston Globe, the state of Massachusetts ordered all non-essential businesses to close on March 24th. GameStop pushed back against the closure order by saying it provided an essential service, a statement that appeared to apply to GameStop across stores Uh, across the entire U.S., which we talked about that and how stupid they were. And guess what? 
Boston agrees. After keeping stores operational despite the state government orders, the Inspectional Services Department for the City of Boston ordered GameStop's Dorchester location to close. The Boston Globe reports that no fine was issued to GameStop, but a nuisance order was issued and the inspector followed up by visiting the store location on Wednesday to ensure the store had actually closed. GameStop has confirmed to the Boston Globe that it has closed all Massachusetts stores on Thursday. So... Michael, you're not going to GameStop to get any games anytime soon. Glad I didn't get my Elite controller from GameStop. Good God, right? You oh would be waiting until this shit's pissed. done. I'd yeah. be so mad. So glad Microsoft isn't closed. Yeah, it's really... I mean, it's... it's. We say this every week, but it's fucking weird times are going through, man. To see uh, so all weird. these businesses shutting down and also GameStop nice try on trying to be an essential service nice try once again they knew they knew if they closed they were gonna have to close stores for good so yeah they're like hey we're still essential and then Boston and special services are like no you're not (laughs) you're not tell me do you have toilet paper do you have yeah do you have food for people to eat we have Funko Pops (laughs) You can you can eat those. We sell like Ethernet cords and <laughs> HDMI cables. We sell Amazon gift cards, which can get you essentials. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. We're essential for essentials. Eh? Yeah. Third party essential, but but what uh, about credit cards? Uh, yeah, don't worry about that. Don't worry yeah, about that. You, uh, we rob you of your games. That's right. You can trade in your brand new PlayStation 5 and we'll give you $100 for it (laughs) when it comes out. Oh, well. Well, all you Massachusettsians, Massachusettsians, Bostonians, that probably makes a bit more sense than Massachusettsians. That's true. Massholes. I forgot about the good old masshole. Michael, you're a masshole, you know? Oh, yeah, I am. Am I a masshole? I'm a masshole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're all massholes. We're all massholes. We're all massholes. <laughs> I like it. I love it. <laughs> Anyways, that is the news for this week. Thank you guys for enjoying the news. I hope you did. We had a good time. But uh, if you did have a good time, you should go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And you can find all that at VIPGamingPodcast.com. Wait, where did I say, Michael? Uh, the VIPGamingPodcast.com. Got it. Just want to make spell sure. spell it or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so VIP. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. G-A-M. <laughs> <I-N-G. Yeah. laughs> no E in that. No, 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 e. no E. No E in e. that. No E. Okay. Um, podcast.com. <laughs> Should I spell that? He spells half the words, and then he's like, "Podcast.com." That's it. That's it. Uh, with that said, Michael, what games have you been playing, man? Uh, been stuck so, in your house. Uh, I have been. Um, honestly, playing so many games, I kind of took a break. <laughs> mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I have been playing um, some Rocket League still, just to get uh, my money's worth for that. Have you finished your battle pass yet? I am five levels away from the max level. Nice. Before you start getting um, dupes, col- color stuff. Yes. Yep. Um. So, I am at level. I'm at tier sixty-five. I'm level two 
1883 right okay. now. So it's crazy. That's um, pretty big. It's pretty high. Um, so, yeah, I'm five levels away from 70. 70 is a new car uh, or another version of the car that I have. Yeah. Um, and after that, it's all duplicates of what you got during those tiers, and it's just different colors. So I'm excited for those because I pretty much love everything on this battle pass or uh, battle pass on this rocket pass um so i kind of want right, to you're not that. you're not much different than fortnite okay i know you don't want to associate yourself with fortnite and you don't want to call it a battle pass because a rocket pass is so much it's a fucking battle pass all right they copied fortnite you are a fortnitean no fortnite's stupid i hate fortnite i can't build. listen i don't disagree with you Fuck honestly, fuck Battle Royales at this point, you know? I know, I don't They've overstayed their the welcome. Whole, like, They've overstayed their welcome. They were fine for like a month, and then I got sick of them. And then that yeah. was it. Apex Legends, best battle royale out there. I'm I'm just gonna say it. PUBG kinda sucks now. I mean it kinda always did, but it was the first one out, so they were able to capitalize. Fortnite, they do a really cool job incorporating a bunch of other like licenses like star wars like and pop, pop pop culture stuff yeah, yeah. The, like that's cool and i appreciate that and honestly i wish i liked fortnite for that reason because i think it, it would be dope to get fucking star wars cosmetics and like sea of thieves or something but uh yeah fortnite sucks for building building if it, honestly if it didn't have building i might play it i'll be honest yeah. honestly be honest. when i play fortnite i try to i literally try to go the whole game without building because i can't I got second place one game, and I played maybe three games total, so I was pretty close. And I, I got... died to a guy hiding in a bush because I didn't know that was a thing that you could do. You can yeah. pick up an item that's a bush, <laughs> yes. and you can hide in a bush. And I yes. didn't know that was a thing, so I just died. Yeah, I, just died. I came in second place one time and literally didn't build a single time. Nice. Yep, nice. and I had three kills. So Nice. There it is. There it is. Yeah. So I, I interrupted you. I went on tangent because it's a battle pass. It's all right. And you, it's all right. You wanted, you wanted to get away from the battle pass conversation, but you know what? It's a battle pass. Anyways, keep going. So, I mean, that's pretty much what I've played. Um, yeah, I haven't really played much else. I got to get back into Pokemon and into... Oh, uh, well, actually played Animal Crossing. Got those uh, Meteor Shower. That's or, right. Or we all went stars. to Joe Coleslaw's land. Yeah, Mr. Were, CC. That's right. We all went there, and uh, he had a meteor shower going on. So him, Absolutely. him, me, you, and like three other people were just wishing upon stars constantly. Yeah. Which I have to go on. Time. I'm sure my island's full of them right now. It could be. It could be. Or they're all gone because you didn't collect them. I'm not sure how that works. Uh, that would suck. It would suck. It would. I've been playing a metric shit ton of Animal Crossing still. It's it's crack cocaine. It is just okay. so goddamn addicting, and it doesn't deserve to be. I rolled credits on the game, so I guess I kind of beat it. I don't know if there's really beating that game, though. So, I mean, Did you I, upgrade I, your house fully? Not fully, no. You just get to a part, part in the in the game where there's like, all right, time to roll credits. And I'm like, all right, there's still a lot of stuff to do. So I'm going to keep doing that, but I do now have four rooms on my base floor, and now I have an upstairs, oh. so that's cool. I haven't done shit with my upstairs, but I've got I've got a normal a lot living of, room. Um, um, fossils? 
I do have a lot of fossils pretty pretty close to done. I uh, Not even pretty close. I have a lot of them that are done. I've got a full T-Rex, so Ooh, that's sick. I kind of want to come check I've that got out. A, I've got a full Quetzal, which is essentially the bigger pterodactyl. Yeah. So that's cool. I've got a shit ton of them done. I've got a shit ton of them done. I don't know them all by name. I actually just checked that out today. I don't know if you guys know the game Ark. It was a really yeah. cool game. Very buggy, but like, yeah, it was real cool. And it took forever to tame dinosaurs, which if it sure did, if it didn't, it would be much better. But sure would. <laughs> the, literally, the Quetzal is so big that you could build a base on it and fly yeah. around. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I actually have considered going back and playing on a on a PVE server because I'm not gonna lie, like I enjoyed like the pvp a bit but if you're not on and your house is just destroyed when you wake up you're like all right cool i guess i got outplayed and i i know that pve like there's no threat of that but honestly like i feel like i'd have more fun trying to collect everything and Same. just do all that shit so exactly. i feel like that'd be more fun than like going to bed and having to worry like will my turrets kill a person that tries to invade my island when i'm not right. there and like that's have... dumb right you can just build your house or fort or whatever yeah and that'd be it also that game has come real far since we played like we played that like three years three maybe even four years ago Mm -hmm. and now it's out of we were playing it when it was an alpha (laughs) and now it's not it's it's a game now so i'm sure they did some things all the time yeah so it makes me want to get it just because i thought the game was fun my pc wasn't capable of handling uh, that I don't, it wasn't your PC. It was them having it not optimized even a little bit. My PC couldn't handle it. Oh. And my PC is fucking beefy as beefcakes can get. You know so, what I mean? the money we've been getting, or the money that we got from uh-huh. the government, um, I've been kind of thinking about upgrading the computer a little bit. <sighs> you, didn't, like... you didn't tell me that until now. <laughs> it's really... Oh, uh, like... Yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to get. Like I don't know what I'm Oh, have. I'll help you I'm out, brother. Change, but like Oh, I, I will make it nice. I'll assist you, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, hey, just give me a call. I'll help you anytime. <laughs> if you mention upgrading the PC, man, oh ring, boy, ring. does that get Vinny? me excited. <laughs> uh yeah, this is Vinny. What can I do for you? I need a better PC. Okay, for the record, for those of you that can't see us, we're both holding up fake telephones to our hands. Yeah. We both have cell phones Pinky in thumbs. reaching distance, but we're both using... <laughs> I literally have my cell phone in my hand, but I'm using my fake hand. But we're both using <laughs> fake phones to talk to each other. This is this is the content you get when you come to VIP Gaming Podcast, Good right? God, good, good God. Hey, maybe someday... Quality. Maybe someday you guys will get uh, video video of us maybe i mean maybe if there's demand for that that'll be a thing but yeah um let me know dude if you want to ever upgrade your pc let me know i've actually been thinking about getting more ram for my computer as well yeah yeah all right so what other games have you been playing Vinny? well hold on hold on don't try to move me on from animal crossing okay i'm sorry all right i'm still i'm I'm still on my animal crossing kick i got my own room now i've got a lava flooring so that's pretty neat Mm-hmm. And I put up a bunch of QR codes that I made online, and then I scanned them into the game. So I've got a bunch of concert albums on my wall. So that's cool. I've got a Halo Master Chief helmet there. I've got a Sea of Thieves and Dead by Daylight logo in there. It's cool. It's cool. I have a really badass kitchen with a pizza brick oven in there, and it's real badass. I like it a lot. 
I have a bathroom that I just started making. I don't have much bathroom sh- shit yet, but uh, I just got a toilet today, so that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> so I now have a toilet. I only had a bidet before, and uh, a bidet. <laughs> squirting water up your ass without a toilet probably doesn't go too well, I would imagine. It'd probably get a little messy in there. It seems, it seems probably, like an issue. It would probably get a little messy in there. And then my upstairs, I haven't done shit yet with, because I don't know what the fuck to do, because I am not imaginative at all. But since I, like, quote, beat the game, what you eventually... What things can you do? You can turn it into a game room. Yeah, that's a big thing that a lot of people do. I haven't... I, I know you can get a basement eventually, and that's probably where I'd put it if mm-hmm. I do decide to do that, but I know a shit ton of people who, who are doing like you can get like arcade cabinet i haven't gotten a single arcade cabinet yet which is unfortunate but i know that you can and then you can like yeah make i know some people made designs for like you know those um like 80s vibe like carpets do you remember those like the like red and green yeah the shaggy yeah so people have made that and i'm like that's neat i kind of do want to do that but i've made a park in my island like I said, I was beating the game. When you beat the game, you unlock terraforming, which is real cool. So you can add and remove land, and, like, it's really, really neat and allows you to do a lot of cool shit. Also, pathing. So now I have, like, I'm trying right now to path my entire island to, like, connect to each other. So, like, the second you get off the airplane, if you get into my island, you can see a path. It'll go left, right, straight, and there'll be arrows that'll tell you where whatever is. And I'm like, that's neat. I like that a lot. Yeah. So there's still a lot to do. Cool. I'm having a lot of fun. Uh Honestly, I haven't played... Oh, I played Dead by Daylight. Ladies and gentlemen, I have officially Prestige 3 level 50 to all of my killers in in Dead by Daylight. So I've got all of my killers max rank in DBD right now. So I finally did it. You have to be at least like some top 100 player or something. Mm, I don't know if I'm good enough for that. I definitely have a shit ton of hours. Right now, 1,762 uh, so I have a lot of hours in the game. You should look at your global rank just to see where you are. I'm sure you're I'm pretty pretty high. sure there is a website for that, too. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm sure yeah, you're, like, neat. I'm sure you're, if you're not top 100, you're at least top 1,000. Maybe. <clears throat> maybe. I don't at know. At least. It's possible. Yeah, probably at least because there's, like, I think daily about twenty to 30,000 people that play the game, so I could see that. I could see that. Um... So I guess my next goal is to get all perks on all killers. So that's that's the next goal. And then if I do that, I guess I'm going to survivors, which is completely pointless because at least the reason why I did it with killers is because each killer has their own like unique abilities, right? So like mm-hmm. obviously like the nurse is going to be different than how Michael Myers plays because they play completely differently whereas survivors are essentially just skins and they all do the same same thing. So that's why I did killers first and i got them all prestige 350 and then once i get all perks on them all, on them all i guess we're going to survivor and prestige some skins you know what i mean i guess so you gotta keep the grind to going dude you gotta keep the grind to going i also really really i haven't yet but i really want to play sea of thieves because they put out there was an inside xbox this past week which had some cool stuff i didn't put any in the news because uh it wasn't cool enough for me to put it in here but they're coming out with a new sea of thieves update in like two weeks god does it look great it they're adding an entire new uh company into the game and i forgot what it's called um but they are essential 
Yeah, so like there's the Gold Hoarders, there's the Merchant Alliance, there's Order of Souls, they did the Hunter's Tale, which is the fishing one, and then now they're adding another one, which they've only done that once at the fishing one. And it seems really in-depth. I think the goal of that one is like more PvP-focused, I think. I'm not entirely sure. I would have to go back and look, but they're also doing this really cool thing where you can, like, alliance yourself with a certain trading company. So, like, you can alliance yourself with the gold hoarders, and they'll give you specific missions to go do, and then if you do them, you will unlock cosmetics for that specific, uh, for that specific, uh, um, trader. And I'm like, that's really cool. And you, they also added more levels for the, uh, like, the base amount. So, like, I have all of them rank 50, except for the fishing one. They're gonna be raising that. So I'm like, alright, cool. So I'm gonna... Be making more progress on that. They're also adding cats as pets, and I'm pretty hyped to have a cat. I'm pretty hyped to have a, a sea cat, because that sounds cool. That sounds fun. So I can't wait for Sea of Thieves. When are we playing Sea of Thieves, Michael, you know? When do you want to play? I'll play today, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm down to play whenever. Sea of Thieves, great All game. Right. Great game. Get it downloaded. Is it free on? It's free on. Oh, it sure fucking is. It's yeah. free on Game Pass and Game right. Pass Ultimate. You know what I mean? And it's got cross-play, so you can play on Xbox or PC, whatever your heart desires. You know what I mean? Alrighty. I mean, but but you're going to upgrade that PC, you said, so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyways, now we move on to the questions. We have questions this week from Turn Down for what? We always start with the Coleslaw Chronicle, baby. Mr. C.C. C motherfucking C, and he has a very heartfelt message, and I appreciate it a lot. With times like these, online communities can be vital for social interaction, togetherness, and a nice sense of belonging to something special. Some podcasts and streamers, YouTubers, video games have communities of their own, with some sharing clientele. There are best friends who are kind of funny, various listeners from IGN podcasts, Whovians, Trekkies, Bronies, the list can go on. Uh, in the last couple months, I really felt like I found where I have belonged all along with the VIP True Train. So thank you, Vinny and Michael, choo, giving choo, me a choo. sense of where I belong and being part of something very special. Damn, was I supposed to ask a question, he said? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, Joe. That is uh, That's super awesome. 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 I love it. This is <laughs> also... Right I mean, I... This is also kind of my answer, to be honest. Like, it's probably uh, not that you're going to be like, oh, that's a cheap way. But he says, what makes a true online community? I think a true online community is connecting with people and having a good time. You know what I mean? And I think VIP and gaming has done that. I would have to 100% agree. Um, We do this because it's fun. But in this time, we also do it so that people have stuff to listen to, to occupy people's time. I know our podcasts are usually pretty long, so that's a good amount of time that can be occupied while you're walking around, cleaning the house, doing whatever you're doing. You still listen to us and, you know, still enjoy our crazy antics and just hang out. It, you know, we're really here for you guys. We love doing this, but we're here for you. Um, I enjoy doing this. I love doing this. And I would love to continue doing this. So we and more. we will. We need and more. And we will. Yeah, and we will. We need more Mr. CCs around here, though. Damn right. I Damn love, right. I love the OG, but we need more. We're never getting rid of you, though, Joe. We're, oh, no. You're not never. You're not going anywhere. Never. And also, like, yeah, like Michael was saying, obviously during these times there's, uh, you know, 
there's a sense of I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm stuck at home all the time. That's why even over WrestleMania weekend doing the watch along party, like we're all sitting in a chat, shooting the shit, watching wrestling. Like it's a great time. It's a really Absolutely. fun time. So, and I'm still doing that. So if anyone wants to watch some movies, just shoot me a message and. Uh, I've been looking at some new ones to watch, so we will be doing that soon as well. So, Joe, thank you for that, brother. Turn down for what asking question. How has video games changed your life for the better? You want me to go first or you? You can go first. I'll let you go first. My answer, and it's, uh, uh, this is a very uh, emotional, emotional question this week. You know what I mean? But my answer is, I, most of my real-life friends, and honestly, even online friends, I wouldn't have if uh, I wasn't playing video games. I've known Michael here because of kindergarten, and we, we, we met there. But besides Michael, like, honestly, all of my other real-life friends, Jason, who was on the podcast for a bit, uh, and all essentially all my other ones I wouldn't have met really if I wasn't playing Xbox 360 playing Halo 3 and Modern Warfare 2 you know you and I met in kindergarten like I said and then we fell out for a bit I, I don't even know why we just kind of did I think it just happened life happened I, think I guess during Cell Street right no we were really close during Cell Street but like middle school you had a different schedule than me so we literally never saw each other yeah and then I think the only time that me and you actually saw each other was during our specials is what they were called. Yeah. So like gym class, art class, stuff like that. I think mainly me and you only had a gym together. Yeah. But. It was really cool too because yeah. the story goes, like Michael was saying, we didn't like even see or speak to each other at all during middle school. But then there was the, uh, there's the, um. In eighth grade, we had a DC trip, and you know, m my friends—you can only have what it was in a group of four, I think. Yeah. So, and I was in a friend group of five, and I was the odd man out, so I got fucked. And I was like, oh, oh well, whatever. I'll just do the uh, random one or whatever it was. That you yeah. get like a random assignment. Yep. So, and yeah. Michael and I got assigned together, and then the rest is fucking history, dude. Pretty much. And the you rest know is what's history. crazy about that is that we picked that up like no time had passed. Yeah. Not not a single minute had gone by where we didn't talk, it seemed like. Yeah. Because as soon as we started talking again, it was like... Like yeah, normally you do that, like, <laughs> meant to be. Normally it's like that kind of thing where you see someone over a couple of years and you're like, oh, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, we should get together. All right. And then you guys never get together. Yeah, and that, then you just, it's like whatever the fuck, right? That yeah. happens a lot. I feel like I always try to talk to people like, hey, man, we should hang out. And they're like, yeah, we should. And they're all and about it. And then nothing ever happens. Nothing gets planned. Right. Ever. Yeah. So, a video it's was cool. different. We were like, hey, we should hang out. Okay. And then we did, and it was like, wow, this is insane. This is what friends are. <laughs> right. It's so nice to have <laughs> this friends, is what dude. Real friends are. I know. So I thought that uh, it was pretty crazy how we kind of. <laughs> way off topic from this question, by the way. I mean, not totally, because <laughs> like totally, I said, like, like, that's where I got all my friends, man. Like, it started with 
me playing Xbox 360, and yeah, I went to karate with Jason, but we were just like kind of acquaintances until he was like, I got a 360 in Halo 3. I was like, damn, dude, did you really add me? And then we played fucking forever, and then, then we became really good friends, and then I met his friends, which also became my good friends now, and obviously Michael, him and I don't have like the video game connection until much later, but... Uh, which is weird, but like... Yeah, like you I, weren't... Around, did, you didn't play Halo 3 with me, I did, did you? I did a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. So that was during... Near the tail end. That was during, like, middle school when all that was yeah. going down. That was so. when I first started making Longest Map, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Gosh, I I started joining at the end. You had already made all these maps. Yeah. Way at the end. Like, pretty much Halo 3 died as soon as I joined. It's a real shame. And I was real sad about it because I missed a great, doing it. great time. I did. I did. That was when me and you... Here's the thing. We just got to hope Halo Infinite does that, you know? Oh. We got to hope Halo Infinite brings it back. Oh, I sure hope so, dude. Of course it will. But yeah, so uh, that's what made uh, video games change my life for the better. Also, like, uh, I wouldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for making friendships online and people encouraging me to, like, Bite Me Podcast is the first podcast that I ever listened to about gaming. And then they were the first to encourage me to stream. And then I started streaming and literally I was streaming today before we doing this podcast and someone subscribed to my channel for the 15 month in a row. And I'm like, I've been streaming for 15 fucking months on Twitch. And that doesn't include mixer before that. So that I've been streaming for almost a year and a half to two years. And I'm like, I can't believe where time's fucking gone, man. (laughs) Like it's ridiculous. And then that, and then after streaming, I'm like, I want to do a podcast. I was like, Michael, you like video games. You want to do a podcast? You're like, hell yeah, dude. I'm down. I was so, so in yeah. for it. I love. So honestly, what's crazy is I've probably never listened to a single podcast except the times that I've been over your house when we watched. Um, kind of funny. Kind of funny. Other than that, I don't really listen to them. I'll catch maybe some clips from. Um, Joe Rogan's podcast, or maybe Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast, or maybe that that wing podcast where they eat spicy wings and talk oh, to yeah, celebrities. Oh, yeah, sure. That's a cool one. I like that one. But, like, other than that, I really never really fully committed to a podcast to, like, watch them consistently. Yeah. And then when you were like, hey, you want to do a podcast? I was like, hell yeah. yeah. I want to do a podcast. Like, I think those are sick. Yeah. And... You know, I think it's sweet, but I can't give any better of an answer than the answer you just gave. <laughs> they didn't really change my life. Like, they're cool. I I enjoy video games like everybody else, but I don't think it really had a huge impact on my life. Um, I mean, other than, I mean, really reconnecting with you, video like reconnecting with you didn't happen through video games but it definitely made it stronger you know yeah it certainly so, made it go further yeah absolutely so i just think like i guess they didn't really have a huge impact like they did for for you for me i mean you know yeah that's fine they don't need to have a massive impact for everyone yeah. as long as it i mean also it made like our friendship stronger but exactly yeah, but fuck That's that, fine. you know? That yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Fuck that. Doesn't that. Matter. Who gives fuck a shit about that? <laughs> <laughs> Podcast canceled. We're wrapping up, uh, shop. This is the final episode. Thanks for this watching. This is it. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. 
Oh shit, that's uh, funny. Well, turn down for what, Trav? Thank you for the question, man. You guys making making us emotional. I'm gonna cry. It's so fair. Moving on, we got new game and DLC announcements that happened this week, and guys, there's a lot of them that I'm happy about. All right, Saints Three. I was so happy. I was like, I'm going to get through this episode without stumbling once. I'm not going to do it. I'm par- I'm doing great. And then I go, <laughs> and then fucking, God damn it, Michael. It's all your fault. <laughs> I know. It's all your fault. I Saints know. Row 3 is getting remastered. It is being remastered for PS4, Xbox, and PC on May 22nd. The remaster will include 30 plus pieces of DLC, and the game world has been given a visual upgrade. New weapon models, car models, lighting, and more headlines. Headline the improvements. What the fuck does that even mean? And more headline the improvements on offer here. That's a that's a sentence. Michael, have you ever played Saints Row? Any no. of them? You really need to. I know you. I'm pretty sure you were like, oh, I don't care about it. But goddamn, dude, you with these upgraded visuals, you will be able to beat someone with a purple dildo at 4K. You know? 4K. You know I'll what I mean? See dude? the veins in the silicone. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's gonna be great, dude. I'm. Uh, I legitimately think I'm gonna buy this because Saints Row Three was definitely my favorite Saints Row Three, and it, they've there's such silly Saints moments. Saints Row Three was your favorite Saints Row Three. Fuck off, man. Saints Row. All right, you're right. All right, you're calling me out <laughs> twice. Okay, I get it. I didn't it. call you out twice. You you admit I understand. I understand. But no, like. Th- also, what's that song, Power, by who was that? Is that from Kanye? I think it is, right? Power. All that oh, power. Yeah. The clock's singing, it just not the hour. Something like that, right? Yes, that's from Kanye. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. The, the game begins, and you're jumping out of a cargo plane in a car, and the song is just playing as you're shooting the shit out of people, flying down, going towards the... It's such a cool moment, and I vividly remember playing that in 360. I'm like, that is cool as shit, and I can't wait for this. I, I think cool. I am actually going to buy this. Um, there's also rumors for an unannounced Resident Evil 8 release date, so keep your eye out on on that. And another one I'm really excited about, possible Mafia 2 and 3 remakes. Mafia 2 and Mafia 3 Definitive Editions have been rated by the Taiwan Digital Game Rating Committee, which doesn't make sense because those aren't announced. But Mafia 2 was a fantastic fucking game. And Mafia 3 I never played, and honestly I don't know why it needs a remaster. It came out like four years ago, but whatever. Uh, Mafia 2, though, oh, oh, God, dude, that game is so good. That was one of the first times I've, uh, seen nudity in, <laughs> on, because you, the collectibles in that game are Playboys, and I was, like, 10 years old playing Mafia 2, and I'm like, oh, what's this? And then I'm like, oh, that's a nipple. That's a nipple, <laughs> oh. and it's not a man's nipple. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's really funny. I would say, I would have to say that the first time that I saw nudity in a game, it was... Dante's Inferno. I don't remember what the actual name of the game was. What it? I knew it was Dante's Inferno. Yeah. Something. And the entire game was just nudity. Yeah. Was like, I'm pretty sure. I oh, the okay. only I heard that one of the monsters in that game just has like three tits, and I'm like, that's weird. So there's a there's a point in the game where one of the boss battles is you're literally climbing a giant dick. Huh. <laughs> it's literally a giant huh. dick you're climbing. And I'm not going to spoil this, but if you haven't seen nudity in video games, go play South Park the, uh, Stick of Truth. I'm not going to say any more. No spoilers. But goddamn, is that mission amazing. <laughs> that mission is so fucking funny, dude. 
Oh, man. For cheap free games out this week and month, and actually months, you can now get Stadia Pro for free for two months with a Gmail account. That's all you need, which I'm pretty sure you can make a Gmail account for free. So go make a Gmail account and get Stadia Pro, I guess, if you want. Or don't. You You can do either one. I got the email, and I was like, cool. And I was like, I don't care that much. Because there's uh, other games better elsewhere. But, you know, whatever. I'm not going to be a Stadia hater. Go go get it. It's free. Why not? And lastly, big games updates coming out this week. Literally nothing except for on April 14th. Someday You'll Return is coming out on PC. Never heard of it my entire life. But no idea. it's a game that's coming out. So, uh, you know, go enjoy that. You know? Hmm. Michael, that's the podcast. So, did you see the... Mono for two might be getting a multiplayer re- uh, remaster. I did not see that. No, I saw that. I saw there was a rumored thing that I had seen that they are, they might be adding multiplayer mm-hmm. uh, with the campaign. But uh, well, I the campaign's really... already out, right? On well, PlayStation anyway, right? We don't get, and it will be coming to Xbox and on PC. The 30th. Yeah. Which I'm sad about, but anyway. I'm like, I want to play it, but I also don't want to pay twenty dollars for it because Same. the thing is, I would happily pay forty to sixty for the multiplayer. I'll be honest, like if they just bundled them all together and was like, "Here's a remaster of Modern Warfare 2 with the campaign and multiplayer," I'd be like, I bet, "All right, dude, I'm in." I bet the multiplayer comes out with the campaign version for PC and. Xbox. I don't know, man. I feel like the thing that I was reading on why they didn't want to do that is because they don't want to divide the current Modern Warfare, uh, like, multiplayer pool of people. But I assume there's a shit ton of people playing COD still. Like, there always they, has been, they and just, there always will be. They just posted today on Facebook saying thank you to the 50 million players for Warzone. Yeah. yeah. They're fine. They'll do Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're doing they'll, all right. They'll do okay. They've got enough people playing the game. Yeah. But... I would like to see multiplayer for Modern Warfare 2. I would buy I that would in a fucking heartbeat. I miss the intervention and the new tubes. One man army, new tube, baby. That was yeah. such horseshit. I, I want to play in Terminal again, man. That map was so good. Oh, Terminal. High Rise, Favela. High Rise? Oh, I loved High Rise. There um, was uh, that really grassy one with the bunker in the middle of the map. Like, Wasteland? Is that it? That's yes. me pulling that out of my ass. I think that's actually called There were so many good, obviously, Afghan. Rust. I know they brought Rust to Modern Warfare now. Yeah. Afghan. Afghan was great. Dude, Afghan. that map had the best maps. I, I think Carnival I was a DLC time. map I loved. That was yeah. cool. I think I told you this last time, but there was a game where I was playing on Afghan, and I was... On one end of the map, and you know that one spot where everybody sniped on top yeah. of that cliff? I was literally on the other side of the map, and a guy sniped me with a pistol, and I was nice. in shock. I literally put my controller down, and like I bowed to the guy. I was like, that what was What was that map amazing. with the big building in the middle? Like, it was a mansion in the middle of the map? Do you remember that one? It's, oh, that's right. That's right. It was a state. It was, was a state. state. And there was another one that I think we might have already said, with a bunch of white blocks everywhere. With the like a little oh. building in the middle, I hated that quarry. That's quarry. what it was. Yes, yes. That map that I hated one. only because it was sniper galore everywhere, oh, and I was absolutely. like, I hated. I hated it. People sniped in that map. Yeah. all the time. Another good memories. More good memories. Absolutely. Before we go, once again, rate review us 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the podcasts. VIP Follow Gaming us on Podcast. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And where do you go, Michael? VIPGamingPodcast.com. That's where you go. And until next time, we will see you next week.